0: Hello, everybody! It's not for nothing, show. I'm Chris. It's Monday. What does that mean? It means K. Okay, Chris is all by himself in the studio. I'm so sad. Once again, just here. Chris is in Duluth, Minnesota, I believe. Is that where where Duluth is? Minnesota? It's one of those states up there Uh, He's there for some reason He's at an airport Or working his way to an airport Um, Maybe he's flying there I don't know All I said is he might call in He's going to try to call in Hopefully halfway through the show And we'll be here waiting for him So you got me At least for a half hour Oh joy I can hear the joy people's hearts just they couldn't wait for me to be on the air by myself again it's so great isn't it so much to talk about too on this monday august or whatever who cares it's just another dog day of august why has august got the dog days it's a good question isn't it It's always like that in baseball, right? They always say, oh, the dog days of August, isn't it? Or maybe it's September. I don't even know. Who cares? Uh, All I know is it's warm in the studio. It's warm in New York. And we're going to talk sports. That's it. What else do you want from me? Let's get to the topics. There's, uh, There's a lot of people walking outside. I don't like it. Go home. Go stay indoors. Bah. Uh, I don't know where to begin. Because Chris might be talking. Or he might be, he might be talking. He might be calling in and talking. And I'm not sure if I want to talk football with him or just other nonsense. It's an interesting dilemma I've had. And I'm not going to bore you with the choices I try to make off the top of my head. But I'm going to start with a few things Non-football related Which means basketball Nah, it means baseball Just what you wanted to hear A dude who doesn't want to talk about baseball Talking about baseball Although i got to say something that good happened Apparently, apparently it's good that happened Over the weekend Derek Juta. Bought the Miami Marlins. Is it? Is that the Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins, whatever they're called nowadays? Uh, that means Jeffrey Loria is gone. The owner, the infamous owner, who was might have been the worst owner in the history of sports franchises. I'm not entirely sure who could be worse. Although there's some ones up there. I mean, Marge Marge Schottenheimer comes to mind. Um I'm not sure who else uh, would even be in the running but he's just he's just seems like a mean old dude and not in a good way he just seems like he's how do i say this politely he just seems like a d hole you know i i don't i don't get the guy i don't get the guy he's ever i don't understand the way he's ever run that organization i mean he's and he's one He's only won one World Series with him The Marlins have won two of He was only the owner for one of them, I believe And basically just ran that thing in the ground After they won, he just sold them all off Got rid of all the players I, he's just, I think he's just interested in making money or He was just interested in making money I think that's the only reason First of all, you to own the Expos And then somehow he, he, he scams his way into f- switching teams Where the owners of the, the Marlins Henry, I think is his last name Goes and buys the Red Sox And then somehow Loria just Gets the Marlins Which I don't know Is that good of a move Because the Expos became The Nationals And you gotta think they're probably A more valuable team at this point But he still gets This dude still gets over a billion dollars Selling the Marlins Like I mean If there is Any decency in the world this guy probably will never see a dime of that, but that's not going to happen because the guy's probably a shrewd businessman and knows what he's doing. And I think that's the only reason why he bought bought a baseball team in the first place is so he knew he could sell this up. He could sh- basically shortchange it for as long as he owned them, nickel and dime him, make as much money as he could on a yearly basis without paying too much money going back to the players, rake it over the fans, uh... Swindle a new stadium Out of it Which is terrible And sucks No one goes to But apparently He doesn't care Because he didn't have to pay For the stadium Because he got the city To pay for it And probably have a Sweetheart of a deal And then And then sells it off For over a billion dollars I mean you gotta In a completely despicable way You gotta kind of admire The guy in that sense Like he He I mean but isn't this what all owners do I guess in a sense like they just they milk it for all they can out of the city and the and the, the government and the people and they they just keep making money off of this. So congrats to him. Um, which just is, just makes me all the more happy that he's gone. That he's not an owner anymore. Hopefully Derek Jeter can be a better owner than a baseball player and do something good with this team. But he can't bring people to – he's not going to bring people to the stadium. Like, he's not. they're not going to, like, put him out in the outfield like a big throne and, like, some sort of, like, grand setting and be like, hey, come see Derek Jeter every night because that's only going to last so long, if at all. He, he's not he, – he's not there for a uh, – he's not a showpiece, basically, you know? I mean, you're not going to the M- Marlins game. To see Jeter Are you just sitting there Like watching baseball Like uh, it's pretty pathetic If you are uh, Which I guess Wouldn't pass me With some of the people In this world But that's uh, another story For another day So anyway Jeter buys the Marlins Hopefully turns it around um, and, and does something with it I guess You know I mean I, I don't know Is he going to be a good I don't even care If he's going to be A good owner or not He just can't be any worse than what they've already had And it'd be a lot better for baseball In that sense I think So uh, hopefully at least they have some sort of a decent team That at least the, the city and the, the region Can kind of get behind and, and support And get into and follow And uh, you know fill the stadium A little bit more than they do I still can't get over the fact that The Marlins have two World Series The Mariners have been To the playoffs like five times Or something If that Like they Like Like it just shows you how weird sports is Doesn't it? It, It's just It shows It shows Just How Ultimately Let's roll the dice basically I mean you can try You know Teams have tried to buy their way to World Series To success Teams have You know Tanked Or basically tanking so what the Marlins basically did a couple years in a row there Basically, you know, they, like I said They sold off all the players after winning the World Series And, you know Had one of the lowest payrolls In the league, if not the lowest at the time And then a couple years later, you know I mean, they're winning World Series You know, and doing the, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things in sports that it's dumbfounding And uh, I guess it's probably the reason Why you don't think about it too much Because it makes no sense But the Marlins, World Series champions and they've had a half a lifespan as like, teams like the Mariners have. There's even teams that have greater history and longer runs, and they haven't had the success lately that the Marlins have had. Isn't that weird? It blows my mind. It blows my mind. Anyway, I think that's it for that topic. The only other thing I want to say, and Chris isn't here, but I'm going to talk about it now. I'm just going to bring it up. Fill some time. We talked about uh, baseball players uh, sorry, uh, umpires being replaced by robots or some sort of electronic strike zone. Well, it seems like a couple uh, baseball players are in agreement with maybe that should happen. Ben Zobrist who struck out called a strikeout on a, on a crappy call, apparently the other night. It was a ball. it was low. Umpire called strike. End of the game. End of the rally. Basically affected. The end of the game, I think. Um, and afterwards, he had some choice words for the umpire. Actually, he didn't. He actually didn't. Def- def- he didn't fault the umpire at all, but thought that maybe uh, this changing of umpires to becoming robots or some sort of electronic thing. Is actually maybe a good idea Supports it And apparently he supported it for years So I didn't know this I didn't know this at all That actually there are players in the league Who actually think that this might be a good idea I'm not surprised I just didn't know like Players were actually vocal Outwardly vocal about this Which I I think is a little bit interesting But then also he went on to say Part of his quote uh, He says it's part of the game That isn't fair sometimes You just have to live with it Uh, Which is basically all of baseball and sports So it's the one true objective To Ever doing this Uh, So basically he's I mean basically he was saying in there You just have to live with it And it's part of baseball It's human error So why Why would we get rid of them then? Because baseball players make mistakes Managers make mistakes Players, umpires Everybody makes mistakes in the game It's part of it It's part of the game It is literally It is part of the fabric of the game And of all sports It's It's The, I mean It's just all It's just all within each sport It happens Football happens all the time Basketball People make mistakes So why Why would you just get rid of the umpires then If it's human error You have to factor that into the game And you just live with it I I don't think that's a strong enough reason Actually To get rid of the umpires then Um, Because Players You know Players swing at bad pitches all the time Players make bad decisions, like on the base base paths, base base paths. Oh my god! Uh, in the outfield, throwing errors, dropping balls. Like what? I mean, they like just you know talking specifically baseball in itself. These guys make errors all the time. They make dumb decisions. Managers make dumb decisions. They either the shift or put players in different positions, or hit and runs or whatever, uh, or put the wrong person out there. You know, there's there's. Tons of mistakes made On a human level By these players all the time Everybody You know General managers The front offices They make mistakes Hiring, firing Players, coaches Whatever Trades So I, I don't think This can be the reason alone It's like all of a sudden You're like Wow, the umpires They're terrible well, so were so were some of the other so some of players. Are we going to get rid of them? I mean, I know we do in a sense of like maybe after a few years they don't. But you know, within baseball, I don't know. Do they get rid of base? Do they get rid of umpires once in a while? You know, if you're not good enough after like four or five years, do you kind of do you go away or do you kind of you have that kind of position for life? I think it's it's a fair kind of question. Um you know to kind of ask him, like why it was, I, 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 It's the one thing I just I don't quite get about This whole thing yet And I don't know if Chris and I Have ever talked about this So maybe we'll talk about it Some other time But it's not it, It's It can't That can't be the only reason Alone It's just because You know umpires make mistakes So let's take the mistakes Out of that part of the game Because you're still Going to have other mistakes Like all of a sudden Like if a guy You know Slides at the home plate Or comes up short Or it's a bad throw To lose the game Are you gonna go Well we should just get rid of him Are you gonna have Are you gonna have like A robot in the outfield Throwing like Balls to home plate for you Are you gonna know It's like a Like if it's a ball or a strike You know before it gets to home plate in the pitch You know what I mean Like it's a It's not This isn't so Cut and dry here On why umpires are actually Need to be replaced I think there's a very valid argument You know for not uh, Getting rid of them actually and, and as much as I've Agreed with Chris on this topic Sometimes I think I just do it To sort of You know lead him on A little bit But Because um, it's fun But uh, actually you know When I think about it A little bit more here In, in times And uh, not in the heat Of the moment with Chris I just I feel like it's You know it's not always Necessarily like Quite I guess fair Is for lack of a better word Of like why this Why this would be why? Why we need to get rid of the umpires? You know, shouldn't the whole game just be electronic? Then it's like the old computer games you play in the laptop, where you don't actually like get a pitch and hit and stuff. You know, it's not like EA Sports Baseball game video game. You know, it's more like the computer simulated where you, you type in the numbers and you form a team and you let the computer simulate what's going to happen. I just, I mean, basically that's that's the only other option, right? Like you can't get rid of one element or add one computer element to this. And, and not the rest of it You know I, I, don't, I don't really I don't really get it and So Let's hold off On replacing umpires Quite yet Although I hate most of these umpires And I think that's the, I think that's the problem And I think that's the root Of this whole thing Is people just can't stand umpires Because one They just seem like a-holes Two Like you can't show them up And all this So you gotta, res- you gotta show them Respect somehow But they, they don't have to Show res- baseball players Respect back Like they're in control Of the game Way too much uh, and they're trying to—they're actually, in, in a sense, showing up the game more so than than baseball players, and they're trying to actually be make themselves somehow more a part of the game, which I don't—I don't disagree with either, though. So I, I guess in some ways, it's—it's—I um, guess those might be the more valid reasons of 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 why you're you know trying to replace umpires, um, or at least not to let them over overshadow the game being played because it's not on them. But then. You you know you don't hear this being talked about in NFL or in basketball about, you know, the the referees need to be replaced in those senses and stuff. In football, if, if anything, they're trying to give them full-time jobs, some of them full-time jobs, which I'm not sure is going to help either. But it's just, it's all part of the game still. It's all part of the game. Where, like, people make mistakes. So let it be. Just let it go. Deal with it. Suck it up. And he's saying it for the most part. He's saying it. He's saying, you know, you just have to live with it. So if you just have to live with it, we don't have to change it. And that's my whole thing, actually, I guess. I guess that's my final thought on that. Is like it just doesn't it doesn't have to be such a drastic sweeping change on this thing. Just for gosh darn sakes, people. Alright, no more baseball talk. I'm tired of talking baseball. Please. No more talking baseball. Why don't we talk football? You wanna talk football? Let's talk football. I like talking football. It's fun. It's pretty fun time there. It's a good game. Uh, I do like football, actually. I'm going to make fun of myself. Because for the last four or five days, I, w- I was watching replays of preseason games. This is how ridiculous I can be watching football. Wife went away for the weekend. Left me all by myself. I did hang out with some friends. I wasn't just isolated like a hermit In my, in my apartment But uh, when I was home I, I had the, I had the yeah, NFL network on And I was watching football games I was watching replays of football games That have already been played Which you know what I don't care I like it fine who cares You know like I, want, I like watching football And I learned some things And I'm going to do it again I'm going to do it every week I don't care People can make fun of me Chris can call me Probably laugh in my face But that's fine Do it Laugh at me Because I enjoy I enjoy the game The pageantry Actually That's not true But Here's some things I wanted to talk about In football A lot of good play By the quarterbacks By the rookie quarterbacks I might save that A little bit for Chris Because I want to talk to Chris A little bit about it Because I don't know I don't know if he'll actually Want to talk about it or not He'll find it as interesting And I do But There is one thing We can we can Get ahead of first um, And that's You know what Let's start with Ezekiel Elliott. I think We'll start there And not for the reasons I don't want to talk about Like what he did Or didn't do Or What he or the process of the NFL, like those kinds of things. I don't want I don't want to talk about that stuff. I don't care anymore. The NFL's got to do what they got to do. And and they're going to live and die by their failures and and how they handle these processes of of players and 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 trying to, you know, player conduct codes and whatever else you want to call it and and you know that whole stuff. Like whatever. Like that's that's a. You can criticize them, and you can also say you know things like, well, you know, right? This doesn't. They seem random, and they don't make sense from time to time. Every time they suspend a player, but you can't always compare each one to the previous one before it, or the ones before it. Like it. It like you. You got to learn in 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 listening and dealing and watching with how the NFL is doing this. This, there is no rhyme or reason to this it doesn't seem like there is but the only thing you can I think you can say and justify here is that this should be the basis going forward like don't judge him on what happened with Greg Hardy or Ray rice or Josh Brown but how how now you can you'd have to you just basically you have to reset it every time because it does make absolutely no sense so now if Ezekiel gets Suspended six games, and whether it gets reduced or not, something else happens to the next person after that. How does it compare? You know, sort of going forward. So, if also if like that guy only has one game suspension, then you're, you know, it's like all right, something is still screwed up. Something's still screwed up here. But I think at least they seem to be making an effort, and maybe it's just maybe it's just all fluff and bluster here. Uh, but at least they seem to be making an effort this time, going, hey, you know what? We may, without admitting to it, they. I think they're saying they screwed up in the past. They really have screwed up in the past. And they're never going to own up to it. But they're going to go, hey, we're trying to get this right. We're trying to go, hey, there is something here. And, whether, and this whole thing about him... Uh, see, now here I go on this rant. This whole thing about him not being... Con, 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 uh, uh, what the hell is the damn word? Uh, convicted in a, in a court. Was never prosecuted. It's because the charges were never brought forth. Because apparently... Uh, the victim, who was his girlfriend, uh, never never cooperated. Uh, accordingly, you know, uh, so there's that's a little gray area there too. I think it, you know it's not. This isn't so cut and dry. Josh Brown, who was the kicker for the Giants, who admitted to uh, domestic violence against his wife, she didn't press charges either. That doesn't mean a, that doesn't mean something didn't happen. Okay, so that's that's the basis, I think, with Ezekiel Elliott, is There's enough smoke there that something was taking place. Now, maybe she did over-exaggerate or she lied about some of these things. Or maybe she didn't. And that's the point. We don't actually know. We don't know either way. But the NFL's been investing in this long enough? Like, too long. Fine. Whatever. But, or maybe not long enough. I mean, there's, why should there be a time limit on this? Again, this isn't... This isn't in a court of law, like the prosecutors will, will dig for information for as long as they, they need to to bring this trial or to bring this you know, thing to, to trial or to court, right? Isn't that how it works? So, why, do, why does the NFL also have to put a time limit on this thing? I don't understand that part of it either. Why are people angry like, oh, this took too long? Actually, I'm glad that they didn't rush to judgment on this. I don't think, no, no matter what they do, it doesn't seem like anyone's going to be happy about this Because one, fans are involved And two, they've screwed up so much That, you know, they, they, have, they have no You know, they have no cachet here on, on, on being uh, You know, being acceptable on, on their process Like, no one's going to believe anything, on, you know, so far So actually, I, I like the fact that they actually took some time on this one and, and maybe they do, have, they do have enough there That no one's actually going to be On the record in a court of law Pressing charges on this But there might, there might be enough evidence there I mean, you know, Greg Hardy Fall uh, I mean, basically, I mean Is there any doubt that he didn't You know, do the things to his girlfriends That she said he did? I mean, there's pictures of her battered and bruising, oh, bruises all over her body. Um, I don't know if there was a picture or not of, like, with all the guns on the bed or something. I'm not sure if that was actually happening or not. But, I mean, how many people actually believe Greg Hardy on that one? That he didn't do anything? Or what he said he did was accurate or truthful? I mean, just... Because Ezekiel, it says, like, he doesn't do anything And now his dad apparently is coming out on this stuff Saying, like, oh, my son is I don't know if he actually said he's innocent But they have proof of, like, what, you know, he didn't do I'm just not sure I'm just not quite buying it either side of it yet And that's the point That's the point the NFL, I think, was trying to Just trying to, you know, dig up And decipher here was Was, you know, what really took place What really happened here So don't, I mean, don't get a Don't put a time limit on that. I mean, people want... So either people want a punishment quickly so he doesn't play, and those are basically the people who aren't Cowboys fans, who hate the Cowboys, or it's the people that, like, don't want to see him suspended at all unless there's some sort of, like, absolute proof that he is, like, some of this monster. You know, and then that means you're Cowboys fans where you never want to see him suspended. I feel like there's always two... There's just two sides of it. There's actually a third. It's in the middle. Like, it's either you know, find out the truth. Find out if he actually did something or not. And then suspend him. I mean, so people want it's like sort of like taking a championship banner down from from a university that won, you know, like basketball or football, co- you know, championship. All right? They won it. And now you we deem you 5 years later we deem you ineligible or players ineligible or cheating or or you know, lack of institution institutional control or something. So we're going to remove the banner from what happened that year. Like, that doesn't... That's a joke. And I think it's the same thing with this, is that people want instant gratification if he did something or not. They want it to, they want it to mean something within that season of... or close to that season of when it happened. But the fact is, is this happened a year or so ago, and he was able to play all of last season. And now he's suspended. Like, there, there's no punishment that it's there's, there's no time limit on this punishment here but I think some people are upset that maybe like oh now you're going to ruin this season for us but he was allowed to play last season so is that okay what happens if he was what happens if he was suspended next season what if they waited a whole another year and all of a sudden there was proof does that make it better I don't know like some some of these things I don't I don't understand fans as, uh Reaction and, and and anger towards all this stuff, but that wasn't the point of my conversation. I was, I actually wanted to talk about how how this is this is the sort of the fallout from this on a gambling perspective. Like he's he's um, <laughs> it's not good for the it's really sucks for the Cowboys and their fans. I feel uh no I don't feel bad for him at all. I was gonna say I feel bad for him but I don't. I don't feel bad for him at all Like they're playing with fire They've been playing with fire for The last couple of years This is what Jerry Jones does He plays with fire And he signs guys Who have a little bit of a, Maybe a checkered past uh, Not the cleanest Off, off field You know uh, Records uh, He takes chances and, he, and, and I don't disagree with that I don't necessarily dis- Disagree with that at all But Sometimes it's going to come back To bite you And if this Elliott suspension holds up and I, and I I think it might just stay at six games Actually we'll see it'll be interesting to see If, if Any of this comes out like if, if what the NFL has And if nothing else it's just It's just pure, base, uh, purely Just player conduct rule Which is basically they can suspend you for anything They deem is, is Detrimental So you didn't even, I don't even think you've had to have Committed a crime there you're just putting yourself in bad situations Time and time again And that is unacceptable I think to the NFL And what, and what their rule is basically So Elliot can I think he can He can, he can appeal this it's all he wants to And he can come up with all these facts and do all these things He says like he didn't do But, it, but he's still In these situations Like not every, not every Player is being accused Of domestic violence Or pulling shirts down on women or uh, Getting into any other uh, Whatever things he, he has been Either accused of or, or Gotten involved with that is um, You know usually not good Like he, he, he's already shown a, a Sort of a lack of I guess moral judgment here I mean, Putting yourself in situations It's one of the things I like about LeBron James Over the years Is that he took control Of his life And basically his friends In a sense and Empowered his friends It was like Listen I don't even know If he even had Friends who were You know I don't even want to say sketchy But just You know Some bad friends We all have a few bad friends We all know a few people Who are just like Dude Take it easy there Um, That's maybe not a Best idea tonight You know To go Let's not go do that tonight Let's not go get in a fight Or do whatever or say something stupid, or you know, sexually harass a woman, or do whatever. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if LeBron James ever had those friends or not, or ever surround. Maybe he got, maybe he never surrounded himself with those friends, or never allowed those friends to to surround him, which is even better. But even if he did, he basically said, "Listen, you're rolling with me as I become a superstar in the NBA, and I become this, this incredibly uh, successful person in life and other facets of life." He's, he's not letting them He's not letting them influence his life He basically took control He needs like helping his friends out Becoming entrepreneurs Business And making money And he basically just put You know I, I, I think it's safe to say Safe to say He put them Basically on his shoulders Or helped them Make sure that there was no Bad publicity out there for him Or his friends and I think that's I think that's pretty commendable. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, Cause he's he's strong will enough. He's strong. He's got a strong enough personality that he's like, listen, this is me. You roll with me. This is how we're doing things here. It sure feels like that way. Ezekiel Elliott doesn't seem as strong-willed, uh, I guess, in that sense. That he's not. He's putting. His future And his I mean his money You could say All these things He's not putting that Sort of above Just like I don't know Living life Like a Immature 20 year old Or 21 year old 22 year old How old he is now I'm just saying There's a there's a, You know Some people make Certain choices in life Some people take longer To mature I get it He's He's done some stupid things He even says he's You know He's not perfect Which sort of a Non-admission of guilt, in a way. I thought it was kind of a weird statement that he made, anyway. But anyway, from all this, whether how many games he ever gets, man, I just went on a big old rant there, didn't I? I just went on left field. I want to get back on track. Here we go. The Cowboys are getting hit hard uh, by sports books in Vegas. About with the effects of Ezekiel getting suspended, and I don't even think even if he appeals and wins and they get it reduced somehow, it's still gonna have a it's still gonna have I think a, a serious enough impact on this one. Uh, multiple sports books have already halted betting on Dallas's Week One game against the Giants. They were listed as four and a half point favorites. One of them, CG Technology, one sports as a sports book in Vegas, has kept the Dallas. As a four point favorite Caesars Palace They move their line from four and a half Down to three and a half Uh, And and other sports books have also stopped accepting wagers On Dallas' season win total Which had been listed at nine and a half Um, The Cowboys have also been popular This offseason to win the Super Bowl They're one of the, the more They're one of the few teams Uh Actually, so only the Patriots and the Raiders have attracted more money to win the Super Bowl than the Cowboys have at this point. That's at least uh, with a South Point sports book. Um, and they were listed there at 5-1 to one to start the week at Super, uh, the Super Bowl odds, which, which is pretty incredible. So they were the third uh, most bet on team to win the Super Bowl based on odds. The sport, uh, the West, Westgate sportsbook moved the Cowboys' odds from ten to one to twelve to one. So it's not huge, but it is a it is a big factor. But it also it also tells me, it makes me think of it this way. Like it's actually better to bet on the Cowboys now because even if it gets suspended four games or even all six, they're still probably a pretty good team. And I, even though they're still, I still think they're going to have a little bit of a regression from last year. They won. How many games have I won? 13, 14 games last year? Um, you know, they're not going to win as many. But they should still be a decent team. Uh, and even with these, you know, a few more losses this season, they still might win their division. I'm not I'm not sold quite yet on the Giants. Or the, the Redskins and the Eagles, not quite at all. Uh, so I think this division still comes down to the Cowboys and the Giants and depending on how the giants go and i could see them being you know really good record wise or really average record wise i don't think they'll have a, a losing season i don't think dallas will but if they if they i actually kind of like betting on dallas a little bit more now cuz no matter how many games eli gets suspended for he's going to come back and also if they make a run and if he is that big of a difference maker on that team with that offensive line like he is a talented running back too, so they're going to have some fall off there, you know. Just because they have a good offensive line doesn't mean uh, McFadden or or uh, was it Morris or whoever else that they have on that team as the running backs is going to is going to you know make the you know have the same production that that Elliott would have. So anyway, I I, I for as much as they're they're kind of falling off on, on books, I think it's I think it's wiser to. To actually bet on them more, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I don't know, uh, but that also leads now because so they were the favorites, I believe, in the uh, NFC, but now the Packers are the favorites at seven to two, followed by my Seattle Seahawks at nine to two, and then the Falcons at five to one, which I guess would be ten to two. So Dallas is six to one. Right. So the twelve to one, six to one is the same thing, I guess. So they put them on oh look who we got here somebody's calling in hello chris chris can you hear me
1: i i can hear you
0: yeah i can hear you now you can
1: hello yeah yeah you got me i got you Hi, how are
0: you? Hi, I'm great. Guys. Hi, hi. How are you?
1: Hi. I'm uh, great. I'm over here in Duluth, Minnesota. Oh yeah. You bet. Yeah. There's a they're showing the they're showing the uh some highlights from some Green Bay games and some Vikings games here right here in the airport. Oh, so cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I think there's a lot of excite a lot of excitement here about both those teams this
0: year. Oh, you betcha.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really think they they like that they like our rookie running back here in uh, Minnesota. <laughs> they think he's gonna they think he's gonna be the second coming of uh of old uh, Adrian Peterson. I think.
0: Well, I hope yeah. Well, that'd be nice.
1: Maybe 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 Herschel Walker.
0: Ooh yeah, you betcha, huh? Yeah oh, yeah Herschel
1: yeah so so what's so what's going on over there? What in, the heck are you
0: doing in, the, in yeah. Duluth though?
1: Oh, I went over to uh, the North Shore of uh, Lake Superior there, yeah. and I had a couple of days to my had a couple of days in a cabin, which oh. was nice. Had some wild rice all by yourself yeah. there. Some some line of nah, with some friends. Oh, okay. You know, oh, sure. Some friends from Minnesota. Ah, oh, super. Yeah, it was real nice. Oh, real good, nice. Good well, accident, You know. Yeah. Went for a real brisk dip. Went for a real brisk dip this morning.
0: Ah, the old like a polar bear.
1: Yeah, no, I went into the Lake Superior. Yeah, yeah. It's a real, it's a real, ch- it's almost like an ocean. <laughs> I can't keep it up I anymore. Can't either. I can't I keep can't. it up anymore. I'm running out there. I, I love it, though. I, I love that accent. I'm attending so many people in the airport who are staring at me right now.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: If you, could, if, if you can call it an airport. Right. It's more like a library. I am definitely... Yelling <laughs> As far as this place is concerned I'm,
0: I'm just waiting for That's people it. To start like shushing you Like shh,
1: shh, shh Oh they won't shush me This is oh, this, stare Minnesota at you. is the, Minnesota is the Passive aggressive state oh, really They pride themselves On their passive Oh they're a friendly aggression. bunch You know But boy Is it beautiful country I have not spent <laughs> much time Here in Minnesota In, in Minnesota Good cover. in my life Good cover But I there, there is something to be said About summertime in Minnesota It is it is wide open and beautiful. It's like a different different landscape than I've ever seen. Is it humid? Did you know Lake Superior is the largest lake in the world?
0: I d- no, I did not know that. Is that why it's I called Lake Superior? Because it's superior to all the other lakes I in the world?
1: Swim- I was swimming in Lake Superior this morning. I think Lake Titicaca comes close. Of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> not much... To- on I gotta say, like you gotta really go big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, gotta go big if you're gonna beat Chitty cock. That's right. So, so, so I will say it, in in that. So I've been here since uh, since Friday night, and I've had zero cell reception. I've had zero internet. I I I know that I have 64 unread work emails, that I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, nice. But I mostly have no idea what's been happening in sports. So have not, I much. Anything? not much. Not much. You know, there were
0: some preseason football games. Uh, I,
1: was, I was keeping, a, I was keeping a, an eye on some of those games. There, Chris, I saw. Were you now? I mean, I saw the Steelers. I saw. This, you can't really read it too much into anything. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, no, none of the quarter. I mean, I. You know what I did notice? Geno Smith had a pedestrian uh, uh, maybe a maybe a, an above pedestrian day he did he uh, might have actually won outing he might
0: have he might have won a job on the on the on the Giants maybe for not being as bad as the other might. quarterbacks
1: yeah, yeah I think he might I think that's the truth although I did I read Josh and- i
0: I did read an article about like the, the coach was trying to praise him and in doing so basically didn't say like one really good thing about him though He basically just said Well he's still learning the playbook And he's and he's studying really hard And he's working You know he's working on it to get better um, And he's you know Basically he's not like screwing up too terribly Is basically what he was saying I think So it's not quite I mean, a ringing endorsement But
1: Second and third thing It's not like he's getting The throw to Odell Beckham or no, I agree. I agree. Sterling Shepherd.
0: I think he's. I think he's treading water there, and I think. So, I think he might actually. Uh, I, you know, I might lose a and bet finally there. Finally,
1: back together. Back together with Brandon Marshall, which is nice.
0: Sure, I guess. I don't know if that helps. I'm him sure they that.
1: had a long relationship. Anyway, I, I. let's move. Let's move right along past that. I
0: I will tell you if we can stay on quarterbacks. Any,
1: uh, I. I was. I was very. Look at it. Any games yourself.
0: I did I, I watched a lot of the games That involved the Rookie quarterbacks
1: Where'd you go Chris?
0: Can you hear me? You can't hear me at all You're gonna. I lost you? I
1: couldn't I, You said You said I watched a lot of And then Radio silence <laughs> And then said You can't hear me at all This is gonna be a great so where'd you show watch a lot of? Where'd you watch a lot of? I watched.
0: The, you watch a lot of? I watched oh, You sound a lot closer And better now actually I watched a lot of the games With the rookie quarterbacks with the worst quarterback,
1: the rookie. Oh, what'd you like? What'd you see? What, did you see anything you liked?
0: Yeah, Deshaun Watson looked really good, actually. Not, I mean, he looked he looked like he knows he can play like in the NFL. If that's if so that's encouraging.
1: That's do you think? So based on our conversation last week, do you think he will be start, a starter on week one? If you had to predict
0: I'm still not confident He'll be the start of week one But I think he will play More games Or he will start more games This season Than Savage Eventually
1: And Savage Yeah
0: I, I still will say I will still say He will start game one But I'm not I'm not entirely convinced That that's That's going to be That's actually going to happen Does that make sense
1: Yeah I think It's going to be one of those Weird like 90s plays Where It's like Jeff Hostetler is going to start week one and then that's the only time you ever see him
0: it might be yeah it could be it's just because of out of like whatever that stupid coaching philosophy is that like this guy's my quarterback and I have to stick with him yeah I'm
1: not yeah exactly I'm not going to start I'm going to start to like more experienced white guy that you will never remember in three years (laughs) over this guy because I have to start that I have more control than the owner, right, or the general manager, right,
0: or the rookie quarterback or something. Yeah, like I'm, I'm in charge here. Yeah,
1: exactly. Or the, or the quarterback. Yeah, right. I'm in
0: charge. Right. It's, 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 yeah. it was, it's weird. I, I don't get it. And I, although you know,
1: enough people. I never understood it as a kid. I never understood. Yeah. they would do that when I was younger. I didn't
0: either. You know. I never said the whole, you know, with coaches about like, oh, rookies can't play. You know, like they gotta sit on the bench and learn. It's like right. actually let them play a little bit and see, you know, see how they how they do. Like let them play.
1: I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And and it, and it's been proven to work. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It works It worked for Ben. It worked for Ben Roethlisberger. It works for Phillips Rivers. It works for. I mean, sometimes Eli it Maddie. doesn't work it too worked, though. It works for fine. Sam Newton. Right. Yeah, but it, but the thing is, is like this is. These guys are these guys are not like coming out like they're they're premier athletes. Right. Like if they were like burying, people always say that like you know burying Aaron Rodgers behind Brett Favre made him a better quarterback. I'm not convinced of that. I'm not. He might have always right. been a great quarterback.
0: Yeah, he might have been, or he might not have been too. I mean, some guys might you know need more time to learn and sit behind and 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 actually do like practice you know more. So I think like Christian Hackenberg is actually think, a guy. This is a perfect segue because this, this, this is a guy who had no idea being on a football team last year, apparently, from everything I've read. Like, yeah. the, the guy had no yeah. fundamentals of how to be a quarterback. And then he played the other night, and he actually looked competent. And Ruzzy, I,
1: I, I'm, I'm excited to hear that.
0: Yeah, and I, he, I, I actually watched him play in that game, and he, he didn't look good. He didn't look great, but he actually ma- he was actually making throws. He was fairly accurate. He looked like he could read a defense a little bit. He was poised in the pocket. He made, like, you know, decisive plays or decisions. Like, he knew where to throw the ball. He he just looked like a guy who's actually learned learned something, actually, in the, in the last year.
1: I I would like to see the Jets be good this year. I'm going to be rooting for them. Because they've got – they're the nothing-to-lose team.
0: I, I think and they're going to –
1: I think, he has to lose his starting job.
0: Yeah, I think he's actually and and actually uh McNown or uh, uh whatever his name is that they 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 brought in for the starting quarterback. He actually looked pretty decent himself at, with the starters. Josh McCown Josh McCown, Is that yeah, Cade McNown? No, I don't Yeah, he's be. garbage. Is he is he in
1: Cleveland?
0: Yeah, he was yeah, he was with Cleveland. Like he didn't look terrible the other night. He looked competent enough. I I could see halfway through the season though. You know, the Jets just going to Hackenberg and, and you know, him starting eight games or so this year or something too many. But I
1: don't understand why they don't do that right now. There's nothing to lose. Well, it seemed well – It's only upside. So here's the thing,
0: what they did, though, and, and it was really obvious watching this, and then I confirmed it by reading a few articles on it afterwards, is that basically they, they, they game-planned him very specifically, and it was short throws, um, you know, either the checkdowns, the safe ra- the options of, of where to throw to – there was hardly anything downfield like they are basically it sounds like what they're doing is they're just trying to get him to be confident enough right now to to feel like he can actually play quarterback in the NFL so with that like if you threw him out there week 1 and just gave him the whole playbook you might just ruin him forever and that that to me now seeing that and watching this as he's playing that actually makes sense to me like that actually could be a thing that could happen like you okay, he, might, guess, he might he might have guess, enough talent guess, i guess but but he's one of those guys you just might need to go like, oh, okay, we gotta take this really slow with him and maybe in like two years he actually might be worth something. Yeah.
1: I mean yeah. I guess they got burned once, not to go back to Geno, but they did start a rookie quarterback maybe a little too soon. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Um, or, plus the other thing is like they don't have enough talent there to help help them make him successful either though, too. You know, I think that's a thing. Right. Right. You know, so there's I think well, there's Yeah,
1: they've
0: got I think there's some things there that, that makes you go. You know, maybe we should take a slow with him. But on all these other guys, Kaiser in Cleveland, he looked actually like fairly competent. But apparently, even his coach,
1: Hugh Jackson. Well, so he's I I yeah, that's a disappointment. But it sounds like he's going to be the guy.
0: He might be he might be the guy week one. I don't know. We'll see if Osweiler actually gets a little better in the next couple weeks.
1: But I'm not. I'm, I didn't I didn't see Osweiler play, but I I saw his. I saw his line and it looked very it looked very Texas esque.
0: Yeah, it didn't his it stat didn't... line was
1: like 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 six for fifteen and like no inter no touchdowns and an interception or something like that. Like it was it wasn't good. It looked like Brock Ostweiler.
0: It wasn't good. And again, like his quarterback coach has all these um quotes about him like how he's he basically it's like it's the same thing. It's like how he tries really hard and he studies the playbook and he's really prepared and he's he, uh, he's great at the line of scrimmage And in the huddle or something You know like all these like things That actually really don't You know uh, Make a quarterback really good You know like it's, it's all like The sort of the, the other th- the, the surrounding things That's like alright that's great But when it actually comes to making a play And reading a defense it, You know you're not, you're not You're not praising him on those things You know so it's like I don't know I'm not sure if Oswald I, Is uh, going yeah. uh, to be around much longer
1: I don't want to put a fork in him just yet. Not yet. I, do. I am I I'm a little I'm a little less bullish on him this year. I had I had some high hopes. Yep. And in that similar vein I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to not believe in Blake Bortles. <laughs> and it's really like where it's wearing me out. Like both my dudes both my dudes are are falling apart at the <laughs> same time. And
0: the goose isn't so golden any longer. Um and Bortles maybe is maybe it's
1: just, it's, maybe it, it's, just been this, it's been this time in, in Minnesota that I'm just maybe I'm, a little clarity. I'm, like, I'm really just it's being around all this good, honest Lutheran living. Yeah, and I'm maybe sort of starting to. <laughs>
0: it's the clean air it's and the, so and the, the crisp, w- cold water. It just it just it's woken up your yeah, uh, yeah your things. Okay, my your cl- brain. My
1: judgment might be less cloudy.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, welcome. It's good to have I'm, you. Uh, <laughs>
1: Oh, shut up Even Oh, I got
0: another one for you Even Mitchell Trubisky In Chicago Actually looked Pretty decent as well I don't believe it Glennon looked horrible With the starters And even though Trubisky And all these guys You gotta take a grand salt Because right there in there With second and third string players And a lot of these guys You know, they're going up against But they're at least showing That they're better Than these backups Which I think Means a little something Right and Trubisky, you know, Trubisky came in cold at the one fifty-five minute mark, and at the you know before halftime, and he he literally just ran a two-minute offense coming off the bench and scored a touchdown for him. And I don't think that's, I think that's like a that should be taken as a positive sign. I think like that's you can't just usually you shouldn't be able to just do that and run a two-minute offense and go down and fifty yards and score. I don't think that's that easy to do. I I was I was impressed by that.
1: I agree. Yeah. Now he but made I, some he so, made some mistakes. So, he doesn't so, look
0: great. I don't think he starts week 1, but he might start after, you know, week 10 or something like that.
1: So did do you know speaking of like rookie or second year quarterback, do you know if Wentz has played a game
0: yet? Uh, you know, no. I don't I I didn't I didn't look at them or watch them at all or anything. So I don't I don't know if he But like most of these guys the, the other games I watched, usually the starters played like a, a series or two and then were out. So like the first First preseason game, you're not seeing much of the starters anyway. So if, even if he did play, I'm not sure he played right. much at all.
1: Right, 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 right. I just thought and thought maybe he'd get a burn. I guess, I guess it's something. Well, you know what we should do, Chris? You should, uh, we should maybe catch a couple games together out in a uh, out on the beach next weekend.
0: Oh yeah, since
1: you're gonna become you're gonna, right.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: A little a little uh, a little Fire Island beachside football. football watching. Maybe we could even write some notes together.
0: Absolutely, I like it.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. We'll break I would, down some tape. They're gonna, force me to bo- they're gonna force me to board my plane in about three minutes, but what I I just wanted to tell you quickly. I got a text this morning that I think you'd be very interested in. It said it was a text from Benmo that said, Ben Mo is open for the nineteen or the two thousand seventeen NFL season. Oh so we're back on board. All right, Ben Mo. Did we we got Do we
0: browbeat yeah. him enough that he uh
1: is it, is it our doing it? We harassed him, it. We harassed him enough? We listened to it good. Good. And so, kudos to you. Nice. Your,
0: uh, I'm happy. I'm happy for him. I'm happy comment, for you. I
1: think pulled, pulled the right head's heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got I to gotta go. Finish this one off strong. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. Hi, right, my man. Uh, and, uh, and I'll see you soon, okay? You have a
0: good safe flight now, you here.
1: All right, will
0: do. All see. right. Later. That was Chris. That was C. Chris. Calling in from Duluth, Minnesota. Hopefully that uh, translated well over the air there. I'm not sure. I'll have to listen back and see if... Um, it's a little touch and go there a little bit. A little touch and go. Couldn't quite hear him half the time. I don't think he could hear me. We're going to have to get uh, Duluth uh, up their uh, cell service towers there, I think. They're gonna, uh, we're going to have to bring him along. More into the 21st century They are But that was nice That was a nice little call in there That was was mixing it up a little bit Got me off my uh, rant there About Ezekiel Elliott And uh, we can move on to other things Bigger and better things I'm going to wrap up the show today With some deep thoughts Actually I'm not Yesterday Was National Left Handers Day that's right. Even us lefties have a day. And it's about goddamn time. I didn't even know this existed. For 40 years, I had no idea that there was a National Left-Handers Day. But it shouldn't surprise me because there's, each day is a day for some thing. Um, so why not? Why not the lefties get a day in themselves? But as I was basking in my left-handedness glory, I came across a couple tweets. One was from the NFL The other was Actually I don't even know What the other one was from But it had to do with left-handers And I wanted to give their just due. Since we're a day late I can still talk about it, though. They came out with a list NFL came out with a list Of the top The five best left-handed cornerbacks Of all time Of course That should be obvious Number five on that list Was Mark Brunel Good, good quarterback University of Washington Played for the Jaguars Mostly Decent quarterback Always liked him Enjoyed him Probably mostly be, probably, You know Because he was a lefty It's probably because He was a lefty Was the reason why I, I probably You know Liked him more Than I probably should have Number five on the list Was Michael Vick Talented dude Really immensely talented Physically gifted One of those guys that I think you could just say he, That guy seemed He was like an athlete One of those athletes you can put them on the list Of like one of that You know Maybe the 50 greatest athletes Of all time Maybe not Well, I don't know I don't know 50 is a lot That's a lot of people and There's a lot of people Over the course of the years Of course And I know Someone just did One of those lists And I can't remember who it was And it was it seemed pretty crappy But I I think with those lists All these, time, these years Every time someone does a list it's, it's always like on purpose That they admit someone Or they put someone too high Or too low or something Just so it starts a conversation Anyway, uh, number three on the list is Chris's and my favorite, Boomer Esiason. I forget that that guy was left-handed, and it actually kind of makes me a little upset because I really don't want to be associated with that. But whatever, what can I do? Boomer, there it is. Number two, Kenny Stabler. And this is my, always my this is always the guy I think of when I think of left-handed quarterbacks. He's actually the only one that I always remember. Actually, there's two of them, and he's not on this list, but I'll talk about him. But Kenny Stabler was a dude Like I never saw him play He's, But you watch the videos And the highlights And there was the Was it the 30 by 30 30 for 30 Or or um, Was that Or the NFL has like Their football life shows Or whatever NFL life or whatever it's called uh, That one was a good one That one's a good one About Kenny Stabler So That's And then uh, Anything you've ever read Or seen About Kenny Stabler It's okay by me uh, And if, for him to be a lefty That's always a good thing too I like that I'm a big fan of, of the snake Number one on this list The five best quarterbacks Steve Young Who I always forget that he's a left-handed quarterback But I could see him being the best He's a Hall of Famer, so is Kenny Stabler, of course But Steve Young was a He was a pretty dope quarterback there for many years And was another guy who had to sit behind Another very talented quarterback um, Could have gone somewhere else, I guess I mean, he started off in, in Tampa, uh, and then decided. I think I think he actually chose to go to San Francisco and play behind Joe Montana. Now I don't know if he thought he would get a a, um, a chance to play f- sooner or faster in in San Francisco, and he thought maybe Montana was you know not had didn't have too many years left. But he ended up sitting for three years I think before he got a chance. So he was a, he was thirty I believe. Or close to 30 Before he actually started Started for the, for the 49ers Which I always think Is pretty amazing And then he had a Hall of Fame career Basically based on the, In his 30s Playing for the 49ers He also had some good teams To play for too So I think that helped um, So this coincides Actually with the list that, The other list that I saw Was actually just Most wins by a left-handed Quarterback And Vic uh, Is at the bottom with 61 And that goes Brunel Assize, and Steve Young had 94 Stabler had 96 so Stabler is actually the winningest, winningest Left-handed quarterback of all time Which I thought was kind of cool I liked it I was okay with that one uh, The other guy The only one, the one I know That was a left-handed quarterback That I'm a big fan of And it's not Tim Tebow, people It's Jim Zorn He was a left-handed quarterback Of the Seahawks Back in the 70s and early 80s He was my he was my idol uh, And the quarterback that I You know he The guy was a left-handed quarterback Who could run Who was like You know There was only The only other guy I could Really I could think of Back in the day Was like Fran Tarkington um, You know who actually Was a mobile quarterback Who could actually play The position and throw The ball and stuff I just thought it was A cool left-handed list That's it I'm gonna go away Show's almost over Thundercat Boom